Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. So happy to be with you in this moment. Oh, let's take that breath and let's turn within. Let us anchor ourselves in the love of God. I invite you to place your hand on your heart. And let's take a breath of love and gratitude together and be so grateful. So grateful. That infinite love is all that we are regardless of the appearance. We partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and we remember to remember right now. We open ourselves to divine guidance and inspiration. We open ourselves to the truth that liberates us. We are choosing to wake up. We are choosing to recognize infinite intelligence and divine guidance. Our our inheritance. We're choosing to embrace them and we're doing it together. We're sharing the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Hmm. So uh, my topic This week is your spiritual wake-up call, and we're all having it. We're all having our spiritual wake-up call in whatever form that it's taking. But I have to say that it's for some time now, I've noticed that for everybody, their stuff is up. Their stuff is in their face, and they are looking at it, or they're avoiding looking at it. So that's the difference between whether or not you are embracing the wake-up call that is happening and giving thanks for it because you're interested in waking up, or are you hitting the spiritual snooze button? (laughs) So this is an important question to ask yourself and to really go within and recognize, are you hitting the spiritual snooze button or are you hearing that spiritual wake-up call? Are you smelling the spiritual coffee? Uh, you may know that I write a daily inspiration. I have a daily blog and a daily prayer that I publish on my website at jenniferhadley.com. And I call that daily inspiration my spiritual espresso. So it's a daily shot of spiritual espresso in the form of prayer and written inspiration. And anyone can tune in. It's totally free at jenniferhadley.com. And there's not a one of us that doesn't go through periods where we're hitting the spiritual snooze button and we know it. And so when we're in a mode of managing and coping with things, then we're hitting that spiritual snooze button. When we're in avoidance and procrastination, resistance and reluctance, we're hitting that spiritual snooze button. Yes, we are. Now, the good thing is, if you are feeling resistance and reluctance, then you know what? That is much better than completely being in avoidance. So if you're feeling resistance and reluctance, it means that you actually are recognizing what's going on. You are hearing that spiritual wake-up call, even though you might be hitting the snooze button. So the opportunity for us here is to look at what are our choices. Now, for me personally, managing and coping is so painful. I do not like it. I like to be able to make choices that are helpful and healing. And I would much rather do that from a place of self-empowerment, love empowerment, and 
even if it, it uh, moving forward is unclear or shaky in some way, I'm still more interested in doing that, making the highest and best choice for love that I can see in that given moment than I am in burying my head in the sand. Because, oh, I used to do that. You know, I really did. And so I know how painful that is. And um, sometimes in order for us to make the higher, more loving choices, uh, we just have to say how we feel in any given moment. We have to say what's really going on for us. And most importantly, we definitely have to ask for help. Yes, indeedy. So, <laughs> you know, life is always going to, God bless life, life is always going to be giving us uh, an, an opportunity to have a do-over. So if we're not uh, paying attention, if we're making poor choices, unloving choices, we are going to get an opportunity to choose again and choose again and choose again. And the pain and the suffering and the difficulty, the hardship, the discomfort, the frustration and the irritation that we sometimes feel is always inspiring us or at least showing us where we can choose again, where we have not chosen the highest and best best choice, where we have not chosen the most loving choice. So if you're feeling resentment, regret, guilt, blame, shame, the thing to do is to take total responsibility for it and to take a moment and look at with with in a partnership with the higher holy spirit self to look at what are the choices that i have made and how could i do it better without blame without shame so one of the things in my daily spiritual espresso today i was saying uh i offered a three part plan to develop the skill of recognizing intuition, insight, guidance, clarity, the voice of the Holy Spirit. And so that that three-part plan to develop that skill of recognizing the guidance, uh, I'm calling it Stop, Ask, and Listen. So in America, uh, we because I'm in the UK right now, I've been in the UK all summer, um, but in America we have... Uh, we're as kids. I know, as a kid, for me, growing up in the '60s, I was taught in school uh, when I'm going to cross the street, stop, look, and listen. You know, stop before you cross the street, look to see if there's any traffic, listen to hear any traffic before you cross. So, what I'm suggesting here for recognizing divine insight and guidance. Stop, ask, and listen. So one of the the stop part is stop doing the things that block intuition and divine guidance. And the ask part is ask for divine inspiration, intuition, and guidance. And then listen and follow the guidance that you get so that you learn to value it. This will give you the motivation to pay attention. So when we're hitting the spiritual snooze button and we're not listening to the spiritual wake-up call, then we are more than likely engaged in a number of things that block intuition and divine guidance. So let's look at some of those because in recent episodes of this radio show, I've talked about Uh, I've shared quotes from the Course about how Jesus is telling us that the Holy Spirit and Jesus himself is always there to guide us if we will but listen. Take us right through the valley of shadow, all the fear and doubt, and to the very highest and best possibility of our life. We don't have to figure anything out. 
This is the constant message in A Course in Miracles. You do not have to figure it out. There is a script. And that script has many possibilities. There's the highest and best possibility. And then there's a bazillion lower choices. So there's the highest choice for love. And then there's uh, so many unloving or, you know, somewhat kind of, sort of, compassionate. All these different choices that we can make. And we literally make so many thousands and thousands of choices every single day. Every single day we're making thousands and thousands of choices. And if we're experiencing the same kind of thing day after day after day, then we're making the same kinds of choices day after day after day. So our healing comes from making new choices and different choices. And so let us see if we can identify some of the things that we're choosing that block intuition and divine guidance. Because in my experience, that spiritual wake-up call that divine guidance is, is happening all the time. There's not a moment in time, there's not a moment in our life when divine guidance is not available to us. And the way I think of it is, it's live streaming all the time. Live streaming all the time. Oh my goodness. So often people are managing and coping with fear and worry and doubt and blame and shame and guilt and regret and resentment and jealousy and thoughts of revenge. All of that when they could be listening to divine guidance. And they could be in a mode of healing. So let us move ourselves out of the things that block intuition and divine guidance and into the inspiration, into the flow of love. So number one of the things that block divine guidance and inspiration, when we're choosing to think thoughts that are judgments and opinions. Judgments and opinions always come in the flavor of lack and limitation. They always do. All judgments are limiting thoughts. All opinions are limiting thoughts. Because, first of all, only a person who is not able to see through all directions of time and space, only a person whose awareness is not expanded to be able to see through all directions of time and space would entertain an opinion or judgment. Seriously. So if we're entertaining opinions and judgments, we're not choosing to expand our awareness to see beyond time and space because we're interested in our judgments we're interested in them we like them we're attached to them we're invested in them because it is only very often with a judgmental person opinionated person and i know you know i do this work every day believe me i work with my opinions and judgments as they come up every day The ego is always trying to entertain me in a judgment or an opinion. And sometimes I get hooked. And just like a fish that's caught on a hook, I start to feel the pain. And then I know, oh, I swallowed the hook. And now I'm going to get off that hook. So I give that work of healing, the hooked feeling, to the Holy Spirit, to the higher self to the I am presence, and I open myself to receive divine guidance. So I I know I talk about this all the time because for me it is my moment-by-moment practice and work, but only someone who feels that they are not loved and that there is something wrong with them would settle for entertaining judgments and opinions rather than 
opening their heart and mind to receive divine guidance and inspiration. So the healer in this is always love. Because when we feel that there's something wrong with us, that we're not good enough, that we're bad, we're going to settle for thinking our opinions are true and right and good and worthwhile. And we're going to invest our attention in them. And as soon as we start investing our attention, our energy, our belief in the opinions and judgments, we're going to experience more lack, more limitation. Because all judgments and opinions are thoughts of lack and limitation. All of them. It's not one of them that's not. So what I love about this teaching is it's so simple. It's so simple. You don't even need A Course in Miracles. You don't even need the book. You don't need anything in order to practice this moment by moment in a powerful, expansive way. So here's the thing. When you notice that your mind has drifted to energizing opinions and judgments, you can start to notice that you feel uncomfortable, your peace has gone, and you can ask yourself, hmm, would I rather experience peace or this judgment? Would I rather receive divine guidance and inspiration or cherish my judgment? Because just like a rider cannot ride two horses going in two different directions, we cannot think two opposing thoughts at the same time. We cannot invest in a thought of love and a thought of fear at the very same time. It's just not possible for us to do that. So we have to choose. And this is why the teaching of A Course in Miracles, choose again, choose again, choose again. So I'm going to invite you right now to bring into your awareness what are the judgments that you find yourself energizing many times a day. Are they about yourself? Are they about someone else? Do you bounce back and forth between judging others and judging yourself? And are you aware that when you choose to think those thoughts and invest your emotional, mental energy in them, You're probably going to start to manage and cope with your feelings. You're going to start to manage and cope with the circumstances. You're probably going to start trying to manipulate circumstances and situations because of the opinions and judgments. And can you see how far that will take you from being in love, being in compassion, being in peace and you know we just start tumbling down that waterfall and it's like being in a barrel going over Niagara Falls you don't know where you're going you can't see you feel helpless you feel like you're being tossed about and sometimes it can become so chronic we feel like we're caught in a whirlpool it's dragging us down yeah and that whirlpool will catch us And you know what I've experienced happen so many times? You start to feel like you're drowning and then you just go, forget it, I give up. And then you have totally hit that permanent snooze button. Or at least it seems or feels that way. So let us move into this place. Choosing love is the healer. Let us love ourselves enough not to listen to the judgments and the opinions of the ego one more minute. Every single one of them that we choose to listen to is going to block divine intuition and guidance. Let's get our guidance and move on. 
I'm Jennifer Hadley, and I'd just like to share with you, we've got the next Living A Course of Miracles series starting at livingacourseofmiracles.com. 16 classes. Our theme this time is Allowing the Miracle. The first class is this Thursday, August 21st, with Gary Renard. Are you ready to allow the miracles to unfold in your life? How about 16 free classes to help you? All right, check it out, livingcourseofmiracles.com. I'm going to a break. You're listening to A Course of Miracles at Unity Online Radio, where we're walking the talk and we're living the love. And I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. So we're talking about answering the spiritual wake-up call and no longer hitting the snooze button. And uh, just before I get back to my main topic, uh, I would just like to share a few things with you. So one is, uh, as I said right before the break, that the next Living A Course of Miracles series is starting on Thursday, August 21st. We've got eight weeks of classes 16 classes in total. They're all free, but you do have to register in order to participate. And you can register for free at livingacourseinmiracles.com, livingacourseinmiracles.com. Now, uh, the other thing I'd like to mention to you, we've got uh, some wonderful teachers, Lisa Natoli, Amy Torres, Tama Keeves, David Hoffmeister, Regina Dawn Akers, Gary Renard, and myself, uh, Maria Felipe, and Maria Felipe, Gary Renard, myself, and Patricia Black, four Course in Miracles teachers who are offering a retreat the first week of September on the Greek island of Andros. We've got people coming from all over for this retreat. We do have a couple of spots left. So uh, we are going to sell out. People have been just continuously registering and uh, had a couple of people uh, register just uh, in the last 24 hours, I think. So uh, we do have some spots left. You can register and you can check that out at jenniferhadley.com. You can also check it out at ACIMretreat.com. Dot com acimretreat.com and uh, we are going to do some really deep healing work now is the time for us to do that deep healing work what i know is that there are so many people who are light workers people who are here it is their spiritual destiny to bring the light into this world at this time the light has come and uh We are waking up and we're willing to do our part, which is our spiritual destiny to be that light in our family, in our community. And so this is why I'm talking about no longer hitting the snooze button. On this Greek retreat, we're going to do some very deep work uh, because that's what I always like to do. If I can get people to come away with me on retreat, you better bet we are going to do some deep healing work. But we're also going to have a lot of fun. So we've got a lot of fun scheduled into this retreat, some quality beach time at some of the most gorgeous, literally the most gorgeous beaches I've ever been to in my life. And uh, the water will be the perfect temperature. It's going to be an awesome getaway. And uh, we're going to do some Greek dancing and lots of great, great food. So check it out, acimretreat.com. And um, in the Manual for Teachers, Chapter 15, Paragraph 3, I love this. It says here, You who are sometimes sad and sometimes angry, who sometimes feel your just due is not given you, and your best efforts meet with lack of appreciation and even contempt, give up these foolish thoughts. 
They are too small and meaningless to occupy your holy mind an instant longer. God's judgment waits for you to set you free. What can the world hold out to you regardless of your judgments on its gifts that you would rather have? You will be judged and judged in fairness and in honesty. There is no deceit in God. His promises are sure. Only remember that. Yes. And earlier in this chapter in the Manual for Teachers, chapter 15, it says, No one can escape God's final judgment. Who could flee forever from the truth? But the final judgment will not come until it is no longer associated with fear. One day, each one will welcome it. And on that very day, it will be given him. He will hear his sinlessness proclaimed around and around the world, setting it free as God's final judgment on him is received. This is the judgment in which salvation lies. This is the judgment that will set him free. This is the judgment in which all things are freed with him. Time pauses as eternity comes near. And silence lies across the world that everyone may hear this judgment of the Son of God. Holy are you, eternal, free, and whole, at peace forever in the heart of God. Where is the world and where is sorrow now? So this is our spiritual destiny. It may seem hard to believe, but the ultimate final judgment, you could say between you and your maker, between you and God, is one in which you will be set free. There will be no fear. There will be no condemnation. There will be no worry and no doubt. Nothing but the full realization that you are love and you are loved. So this is our wake-up call. We can have this realization now. How do we get there? We have to recognize that the same is true for our brothers and sisters. So as soon as we're willing to know the same for our brothers and sisters, we can know it for ourselves. Yes. And as we know it for ourselves, then we can know it for our brothers and sisters. Why? Because there's only one mind. So let us step into that unity consciousness right now and no longer hit the snooze button. What I know for myself is I've reached a point in my life where not dedicating myself to a life of service, not being wholly loving in my heart, was so painful I couldn't bear it another minute. I had to surrender the littleness, the lack, and the limitation. I had to step into the truth that set me free. And so I began to live a life of service, and I saw that the greatest service that I could offer was to be able to extend love and compassion to all my brothers and sisters. And even if they came to me with their judgments and their opinions, that I would not entertain them, I would not see them, I would not allow them to take a hold in my mind, I would not be in agreement. No, no, no. And so this has been my dedication, is to surrender all these judgments, all these thoughts of lack and attack, and to open my heart, and open my mind to a life where there's only, the one judgment is, all is love, all is God, all is one. That is the judgment that liberates. That is the righteous judgment. So we're looking at the spiritual snooze button, (laughs) and we're just asking ourselves, How can we eliminate the blocks 
to intuition and divine guidance. So, number one, releasing all judgments and opinions. And the temptation to energize judgments and opinions. And I have to say that many, many, many A Course in Miracles students have said to me over the years, but Jennifer, how can I live in this world without judgments and opinions? And what I can only say is, you have to experience it to understand it. You have to be willing to do it, to recognize how much easier life is. And people will say, but you have to have opinions and judgments about things that are happening in politics and things that are happening in the news. And you don't. You really don't. I remember during the last election, uh, on the same day, I got emails from two different people. One said, Oh my God, if the Republican candidate wins this election, I know that life is just going to be awful. And I'm so upset about the prospect that the Republican candidate would win this election and our whole life would just fall apart. And then I got an email from someone saying, you know, if the Democratic uh, candidate wins, then I know life is just going to be worse and worse and worse. And this can't continue. And what do I do? How do it looks like they're going to win? How, how do I hold this in my mind without fear? So you see, it's no matter if you're interested in having an opinion or a judgment, if your mind is willing to entertain it, there's always one that can find a purchase there to take root. To come to <laughs> grab your attention. So the best policy is no opinions, no judgments. Don't need them. And what can help you sometimes is just to have some preferences. You can have preferences without having judgments and opinions. And learning how to do that is a skill that is really helpful. So, for instance, um, people will serve food that you don't like. But you don't need to have an opinion or judgment about it. You can just say, oh, my preference is to eat this. I prefer this. But you do not have to energize any negativity, any judgment. People ask you, what would you like? You don't have to say, well, I sure don't want that. You don't have to say what you don't like and what you don't want. Say what what you would like without attitude without judgment. It's such an important and valuable skill and it will improve the quality of every minute of your life. Now, one of the main things that we have available to us that a lot of spiritual students don't take advantage of, they don't even really understand it at all, and that is asking for divine inspiration, intuition, and guidance. And so for me, it's a practice of always, what is the highest and best choice here? Or simply, I'm interested in the highest and best choice. That is what I am allowing to unfold. I am being led and guided to the very highest and best choice in my life, in everything. So, for instance, right now I have some things that are going on in my life, like most of us do, that where it seems like I need to make choices, I need to make decisions, and I am turning it over to the I am that I am, to the Holy Spirit, to the higher self, to the higher Holy Spirit self. And I'm asking to be divinely guided and led to the very best and highest choices for all concerned. And when I energize that I am only interested in choosing that which is the highest and best for all concerned, then I have no worry about what to choose or how it will go because I've already chosen the highest and best for all concerned. So there are some uh, things that are transpiring in my life right now as there always are. Decisions about 
uh, where to go and what to do. And, uh, all, you know, there's just always personal decisions, work decisions, health decisions. There's always lots of choices that we're making, financial decisions. And many times they will affect a number of people. And when we can consistently say, I'm only interested in the highest and best choice. I'm only interested in the highest and best choice. Two things are going to happen. One thing is, if you're committed to it, you will come to recognize the highest and best choice. And the highest and best choice has to be for all concerned because all is one. It cannot be that what is the highest and best choice for you is not the highest and best choice for anyone else because all is one. All are one. So that is huge relief. Isn't it a wonderful relief? You know, it's like A Course in Miracles tells us, I don't have to worry about where to go and what to do. I will be led and guided. But only if I'm interested in the highest and best. So this is what I ask for. I ask to be led and guided to the highest and best for all concerned. And my willingness is what assures that I will receive that guidance. I will hear it one way, shape, or form. It will transpire. And being willing to trust that and have faith in that relieves all worry, relieves all concern. So if you have worries and you have concerns, know this. It's because you are not actively willing to allow the highest and best to unfold. Because the only way that you're going to trust and have faith that the highest and best will unfold is if you're willing to allow it. But if you need to manage and control things, if you're coping and managing, if you're trying to manipulate, if you have opinions about what the highest and best is, you're not going to be allowing the highest and best. You're going to be looking to make sure that your opinions and judgments are what unfolds. And then you're going to be committing yourself to lack and limitation. So number one, stop doing the things that block intuition and divine guidance. Number two, ask for divine inspiration, intuition, divine guidance. Ask and it is given. So you hear that music? That means it's time for me to go to a break. Again, we still have room for folks at the Course in Miracles Retreat in Greece, acimretreat.com. And the Living a Course in Miracles classes are starting on Thursday at livingacourseinmiracles.com. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles at Unity Online Radio. We're living the love. We're walking the talk. And I'll be right back. What if you could improve your health one decision at a time? Take that first step and join us each Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central and learn from experts in integrative medicine. Awaken to Your Best Health is committed to supporting your personal health through cutting-edge research, education, and practical tips that you can put into place immediately. Make that decision for yourself by saying yes to health. of spiritually conscious living start now for a time-tested method to live with purpose and release your infinite potential tune in to the yoga hour living the eternal way with yogacharya ellen grace o'brien every thursday morning at 10 a.m central 8 a.m pacific only on unity online radio the voice of an awakening world
been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Talking about hearing the spiritual wake-up call, no longer hitting that spiritual snooze button. And, uh, you know, it, it does take great willingness to uh, move out of stuckness, res- resistance, reluctance, managing and coping. But the good news is, if you're really willing and you choose it, you will get divine guidance about how to do it, what to do, when to move, where to go. All of that really will come through if you're willing to have trust and faith. So trust is how we express our faith and our willingness in time and space. So trust means we're willing to trust the guidance. We're willing to trust the inspiration. We're willing to trust that inspiration and guidance is forthcoming. Even though sometimes it seems like it's, when's it going to come? When's it going to come? I need to make choices. the, The guidance is always live streaming, but if we're not hearing it. It may be because we're really blocking it with our opinions and judgments. Like I said before, you can't be listening to the voice for God, your higher Holy Spirit self, and your judgments at the same time. Just not even possible. Now, for me, one of the most important factors in moving out of hitting that spiritual snooze button was really cultivating the willingness and the ability to listen and follow the guidance that I was getting and learning to truly value it by implementing it. So in my experience, there are a lot of spiritual students who would like to have great um, experiences of transcendence, and great experiences of feeling extraordinary divine connection. And yet they are not willing to cultivate the mind that can receive that. They're still more interested in the managing and the coping, the settling the judging. So, I'm going to invite you to right now, just open your mind. Let's ask for divine inspiration, intuition, and guidance. We take a breath because in my experience, the inspiration really does come in on the breath. So we take some deep breaths here. We open ourselves to hear and to receive that divine guidance. And we're breathing deeply. We're opening ourselves to whatever is the highest and best choice. For us, you can open your mind in a particular situation that you'd like clarity about. Breathing deeply, opening ourselves to receive that divine guidance and inspiration. We're declaring that we're willing. We're willing to surrender the opinions, the judgments, the thoughts of lack and attack, all those false beliefs that have brought this experience to our life. Now we're willing to experience something new. 
So it may be that we get guidance to extend compassion, love, patience, generosity to somebody. So we're opening our heart to be able to do that. To drop the opinions and judgments. To drop the lack and attack thoughts. We're cultivating the motivation to pay attention to divine guidance. We're willing to hear the voice for God that is always live streaming to us. We're not interested in hitting that snooze button anymore. What I know for anyone who's listening to the sound of my voice now is that you are a light worker and you have a mission from God to bring the peace, to bring the love, to bring the harmony, to bring the compassion, the patience, the kindness the willingness, and that you will be led and guided. If you're willing, you will be led and guided. And that for those of us who are lightworkers, there's nothing more painful than not answering the call of that mission. Because there is... The high watch for us to hold in our family, in our workplace, in our community, and in the world. So that when people are behaving in ways that seem crazy, angry, hysterical, dysfunctional, that we know this is not the truth of them. And that the ego is being dissolved, that the ego thought system is being resolved. These are the last gasps of the ego. So right now, everything that is unhealed is coming up for healing. So doesn't it make sense that things would become apparently crazy and dysfunctional so that we can bring our loving attention to them? So that we can say, I choose to have compassion. I choose to forgive. So anyone who's a student of A Course in Miracles, forgiveness is our spiritual practice. What is true forgiveness? True forgiveness is recognizing that the separation never occurred. And that this is an illusion, it is a projection of our minds. And very often that is nearly impossible for many people to comprehend. It feels so real. The suffering seems so real. How can we even consider that it might be a projection? So I find that it's easier rather than to say this isn't real, it's not really happening. What's it for? It's for giving us the opportunity to choose love, to choose patience, to choose kindness. That's what it's for. It's, it's like that, that thing of when you squeeze an orange, what do you get? You get orange juice. When you squeeze a judgmental person, what do you get? You get judgment. So let us recognize that there are really no judgmental people. Those are just mind thoughts and belief patterns of the ego. So when we're squeezed, they're coming up for healing. And one of the most powerful practices I know is to give thanks for the awareness of where the patterns of lack and limitation are in my thinking, and I've agreed to them, and I'm perpetuating. So this is why I'm saying stop doing the things that block intuition and divine guidance. Choosing unloving, limiting thoughts is the number one block to intuition and divine guidance. 
ask for divine inspiration, intuition, and guidance. Ask for it. Constantly asking for a revelation of what is the highest and best choice. And then listen. Clear the clutter. Listen. Even if all you do is take five minutes to walk around the block and during that walk, you're just going to listen. You know, the I Am Presence, the Higher Holy Spirit Self, has the best guidance that you can get. Better guidance than money can buy. And if you're not willing to ask and listen, how are you going to get it? (laughs) So that's the thing. It's free. It's live streaming all the time. Let us decide to train our mind to hear it. How do we do that? By cultivating the mindset of love, compassion, forgiveness, non-judgment, kindness, gentleness. Yes. Yes. And then we're no longer hitting the spiritual snooze button. We are actively waking up. That is the wake-up practice. Choosing love, asking for guidance, listening and following the guidance, practicing that. So let's see, Living a Course in Miracles, eight weeks, 16 classes. Gary Renard, David Hoffmeister, Regina Dawn Akers, so many other teachers we are gathering together beginning August 21st. Go to livingacourseinmiracles.com and register. And the ACIM retreat, the Greek retreat, first week of September. We've got a couple slots left. Check that out. Let's place our hand on our heart and take that breath of love and gratitude and be so grateful and so thankful that our life is the life of God. Our heart is the heart of God. Our mind is the mind of God. And we are choosing freedom. We're choosing to be the light that it is our destiny to bring forth. We're doing it now. We're doing it together. And we're sharing the benefits with everyone. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 I love you. Have a great week. See you at livingacourseofmiracles.com. Mwah!